You are now listening to Divine Deliverance Christian Center. We are located at 1807 County Street in the beautiful city of Portsmouth, Virginia, right across the street from the Social Service If you are looking for a church home, you can find us at 10 a.m. on Sunday mornings for a Sunday school and at 11.30 for a Sunday service. If you are someone that is wishing to join the music department, whether that be instruments or singing, you can contact Anthony Pierce at 757-582-1331. We hope that you get something out of this sermon today, so sit back and enjoy.
St. Mark, the first chapter beginning at the 12th verse. And immediately the Spirit driveth him into the wilderness. Uh, and he was there in the wilderness 40 days, tested by Satan, and was with the wild beasts, and the angels ministered unto him. Now, after John was put in prison, Jesus came into Galilee preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God and saying, the time is fulfilled uh, that the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe the gospel. Now, as he walked by the sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea for they were fishers. And Jesus said unto them, Come after me, and I will make you become fishers of men. And straightway they forsook their nets and followed him. And when he had gone a little further, 
he saw James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, who also were in the boat mending their net. And straightway he called them, and they left their father, Zebedee, in the boat with the hired servant and went after him. Father, in the precious name of Jesus, speak. To these thy people, speak through these lips of clay, mold us and shape us, lead us and guide us in the pathways of righteousness, heal, deliver, and set free. In the name of Jesus, I Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. Becoming fishers of men. Becoming fishers of men. Jesus was walking by the seashore of Galilee when he began calling his disciples into the ministry. He viewed Simon and Andrew toiling uh, uh, at their occupation of fishermen. And he began to speak to them uh, he identifies his call with that which they knew best fishing. He called, his call was that they toiled. Uh, to fish in the sea. And now they were to toil after men with the same intensity with which they fished uh, as we try to understand what uh, uh, God have to tell us to do in the kingdom. We cannot overlook the importance of ministry beginning as fishermen of men, although our, our equipment is different. We fish with different equipment. We don't use a hook, a line, and a sinker, but we use the word of God to speak to the hearts and the minds of people that we try to talk to. Uh, we must be sensitive to the spiritual needs surrounding us. We have to be sensitive to the spiritual needs surrounding us, the needs of the people that we come in contact with. What are their needs? What do they need? When people come in, we have to be able to discern what it is that's troubling them. And sometimes if we don't stop and take careful look at the individual, we miss the boat. They wind up leaving. And you didn't touch. You didn't touch the need that they had when they came in. So we must be sensitive. Are they hungry? Are they homeless? You can tell if somebody's homeless. You can look at whatever they're carrying. Usually they have one bag and everything they own is in that bag. And we need to be able to try to address whatever it is that's troubling them. Try to address. I can't read my notes because my, my vision won't focus. Try to address whatever it is that is causing them 
to have the look that they have, have the need that they have. And then when you do that, you have to try to address that need. Sometimes God will have it so that you have enough to share, but because we are many times insensitive, we don't share out of whatever we have. We say, well, I'm, I'm going to need this. So you don't share. And you don't do the things that God would have you to do. So you miss an opportunity to bring somebody in from the fields of sin. Amen. God has a way of showing us what we need to do. Uh, know the Holy Spirit's driving force. In describing uh, uh, this force, uh, uh, there are several words with which we must become familiar with. One of these words is compelled. The word of God says uh, in, in Luke 14, 23, the scripture uh, uh, gives us, it says that we should go into the hedges and the highways and compel them to come. Encourage them as best you can without driving them away. You're not to uh, arm wrestle them. You're not to put them in a headlock, but you are trying to use the words that God gives you from his word to persuade them to come in from the fields of sin. Why? There's shelter in the house. There's food in the house. Uh, 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 there's clothing if they need clothing in the house. There is finances yes. in the house. Whatever they need is in the house, but you got to compel them to come into the house in order for them to reap the benefits yes. in the name of Jesus. And if you can't get them to come in, they go right back out. And, 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 and what? Sometimes they commit suicide. Sometimes they hurt somebody else. Many things can happen if you are unable to get these individuals to see. And, and so the, the, the greatest thing we want to do today in becoming fictional men is get you in the mindset to fish for these people that are out there that are swimming around in the sea of humanity in need of many of the things that you know how to fulfill their needs. If you don't have it, guess what? You know somebody that has it. If you run into somebody and they need something, you say, well, I'll call the pastor. Well, the pastor might not feel good. Well, let me call uh, Elder Pierce. Call Elder Pierce. Elder Pierce, call the pastor because she's going to know whether he feels all right or not. Amen. But the thing is, you know how to get in touch with somebody that can help this individual. And the thing we want to do is get these hands of help out there to help them. We need to get them and without penalizing them. We're going to help you, but you got to join the church. No, it's not a contingent of Lord don't lead you to join divine deliverance. That's between you and the Lord. Our job is to help those that he sent our way to help. Amen. 
Christ driven into the wilderness uh, uh, by the force of the Holy Spirit. If we are to be effective in sharing the gospel with unbelievers, we must develop a sensitivity to the moving of the Holy Spirit in our lives. You got to know when the Holy Spirit is moving. Amen. And what it's telling you. Uh, we must also be sensitive to Satan's tempting force. If you have ever served the Lord, you are familiar with the power of Satan. Paul wrote uh, uh, in, in Romans, uh, he said that uh, when he was, would do good, the evil is always present. When you want to do good, evil is always present. Something always come up. Car breakdown. You got a flat tire. So what do you do? You fix it and you continue about the mission that God has given you to do. You don't fix the tire and, 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 and pull the car in the garage and go in there and lay down and go to sleep. You still have a mission at hand. This was just something that Satan put in your way to slow you down. Not stop you. Not cause you not to do your uh, work for the Lord at all, but to do get Satan's uh, a ploy out of the way and then continue to do what God would have you to do in the name of Jesus. Notice, that's when the Spirit drove Christ into the wilderness. That Satan was right there, waiting to tempt him. Christ is in a substantive but powerful way. Uh, uh, there is no reason to think he will not do likewise to us. We must be ready for Satan if we are to become fishers of men. He's going to cut you off at every pass. He's going to try to stop you. Sometimes the people that you're trying to help will even refuse to help. Amen. One of the things I wrote in the paper that I sent for my brother's funeral was that my brother many times made people mad while he was trying to help them. His goal was to help, but he was too forceful in many cases. And as a result of him being forceful, he would antagonize whoever it was he was trying to help, and then they get mad, and they want to tell him, go ahead on about your business. Amen. All he wanted to do was help. He had a lot of ideas about helping. But many times, he couldn't get next to the people that he was trying to help. Amen. <laughs> Angels ministering forth. If it is true that we are in a battle for the souls of men, uh, if it's true that uh, it is difficult that we have to undertake, uh, 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 then we must know that God is not going to leave uh, us unattended. God has given the angels the ministry of attending to the servants uh, 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 that he placed in charge. We have ministering angels that ministers to us. 
they are going to lead us and they're going to guide us when we stay in obedience to the word of God. Many times we just have to stay in obedience to the word of God. And if we stay in obedience to the word of God, God allows everything to fit right in place. Amen. All the things with the problems. Remember the problem we were having with finances? And I come to you about one situation. I don't know what we're going to do at the next step until it was time for the next step. And when it was time for the next step, God said, do this. And I come back and say, well, the Lord said, do this. And then the next step, do that. And everything worked out in place. Every time. Every time it worked out. Had no problems. All we had to do was follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. I was home one morning sleep, and I had this credit card, and I, I got a big deal on it. And I sat up in the middle of the bed, and it caused me to pay that credit card off, pay it off. I waited till the bill come, found out I was paying $232 a month interest on it. No wonder the Spirit told me to, cut, to, to pay it off. All I had to do now is wait for the bill to come. And at that moment, God told me everything that I needed to do to pay it off. And the thing is, I did exactly what the Spirit told me to do that morning. Paid it off. Paid it off. Amen. It's not, it's not magic for me. God's speaking to you. Are you listening? Are you listening? Because I'm listening. When God tells me, I'm trying to make sure if he tells me to do something, I do it. Amen. I know that this, 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 this economic situation that we are, are, are forced to live under is to keep us as poor as they can keep us. And any time we can find a route around some of the things that they are causing us to do. Many of us right now don't even know nothing about these small loans you used to have. You used to have these small loans. And, and, and couldn't borrow but $600. Couldn't even go in the bank and sit down and talk to the bank teller about making a loan, what are you talking about? What are you doing in that bank? Get out of that bank. They are not going to be letting you have no money. So you had to go to the small loan with 17 or 18% interest rate. And I'm not talking about recent, I'm talking about 17 or 18% years ago. Amen. And all you could get was $600. So if you, had, if you needed $800, you had to go somewhere else and get the other $200. Amen. And so, so we need to know that these economic situations that they have us under, anytime you can come out from under it, come out from under it. Amen. 
I just love it when uh, 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 pennies reduce my, my credit limit down to $300. I just loved it. Because I took my card and I cut it up. And I put it in the letter that they sent me to reduce my credit limit and mail it back to them. I put two stamps on it. Made sure they get it. Amen. Now, I don't even need to go in pennies. Found out Coles had the same pants I was going to pennies for and got them cheaper. All I was going to pennies for was for pants. Now, I don't have to go for that either. Amen. And so, I'm not telling you that that's what you need to do, but I'm telling you to find a way to get around these economic situations that they put in your path. Interest, sky high interest. You don't have to believe me. If you got two or three of these credit cards, add up the interest each month and see how much you're paying. Amen. And I'm trying to get you to see don't do it. Don't do it. My wife said, well, well we, you need to buy something. You need to buy. Do we need to buy everything we buy? No. 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 We buy a lot of junk. We buy a lot of stuff to have it. We buy stuff that we don't even hardly put on. Guarantee you got, you got clothes in your closet, you ain't took the tags off. But you done paid for it and you done paid interest on it. Amen. And the tags are still on it. I put on the shirt this morning. You had a tag on it. I don't know how long it's been hanging around the tag on You had a tag on it this morning. And I have them, I have them bought a shirt lately. Amen. I just want you to see some of the ways, saints, that you can get out from under this economic situation that they're in, that they got us under. They're taking every dime they can take from you. Don't give you no break. The city, they send you a, 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 a tax bill every three months. And if you don't pay it on the last day, they charge you 10% interest. Why? Did it cost them 10%? Even if you pay it the next day, they still charge you 10%. Amen. And if you'll be a $400, that's $40 that it was due on the 30s. You paid it on the 1st. You got, they'll send you another bill for $40. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God from whom all blessings go. All right, all right, all right. Where am I? Counting. Uh, we are to be uh, encouraged, knowing that God will come to us in this fight and minister to us as needed. He says, follow me, and I will make you become fishers of men. We must speak spiritual message. Uh, uh, must speak the spiritual message. There are three points of importance that is vital to understand in the spiritual message. Uh, uh, one is the message of urgency. Urgency that we go ahead on and get this stuff done. That we go ahead on and get on the Lord's side. The Lord says that the time is at hand. Meaning that the coming of the kingdom is now accomplished, compelled, uh, and, and that they should stop looking for it and begin to live as, as if it's already here. A lot of the stuff that 
has been predicted is already here. <laughs> well, it's coming. Uh, it's not coming. It's already here. Mothers against daughters. Fathers against sons. Family against family. It's already here. Amen. Walls and rumors of walls. It's already here. Putin just jumped on another small country because he could whip them, or he thought he could whip them. Amen. And he ain't whipped them yet. Amen. But they expected that was going to be a two- or three-day war, and that Ukraine was going to fold up and give in, and it has not happened. And they are not even talking about uh, folding up. They still think they can win. Amen. So, 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 uh, uh, it's an urgent message. Uh, it's a message of change. Repent. Uh, uh, this is a concept that is not easy to understand, especially today, when the message seems to leave repentance out of the requirement. Who's repenting now? You ever, anybody late to come back and says, I want to repent? No. They go out. And they do whatever they want to do, and they come back, and they sit wherever they were sitting before. And they take up whatever argument they had before, they start right back there. And I know, well, I, I, I want to repent. I, I want to come back to the church. I want to be reinstated because I've been gone out there, and I've sinned. Uh, and and uh, you don't even have to say what your sin was. Nobody really cared what your sin was. But you have to admit at least you sinned. Amen. But we don't do that no more. We just come back and take our seat. And dare anybody say anything to you? Hello? Amen. Don't come telling me. Uh, 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 you, don't, you don't have no mourners, bitch, no more in revivals. People would get up and walk out of church. You tell them, go up and sit on the front seat. Hallelujah. Praise God. Uh, uh, it's a message of change. And we, so we need to repent. We need to repent. We need to teach young people to repent it's not a killer course it's not a murderous thing it's come back I'm sorry when you disobey your parents you ought to do the same thing you done left the house mad you done stomped out broke the glass door while you slammed it so hard when you went out now you come back and you just gonna go in there and and Go in your room and go to bed. Don't say nothing to nobody. They walk in, you back in their sleep. Well, when did you get back? So there, there is some accountability. And the thing is that you can face this accountability and maintain your respect. Nobody's asking you to crawl on the floor uh, 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 to, to act like you are so bewildered. Just, uh, you know, mom, hey, I'm sorry. I, I, I know I flew off. I'm sorry. You know. Okay. Why? Because she probably done the same thing one day. Amen. But we have, we have to try to make amends. Amen. It's a message of trust. Believing the, go uh, the uh, uh, gospel is not just difficult to relay to unbelievers, but it must be explained to them in three distinct uh, uh, ways. First, belief in God 
not intellectual only. Uh, in James, the Bible clearly says uh, 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 that the devil believes and trembles. A uh, mere intelligent, intellectual uh, appearance uh, to the existence of God, uh, not the belief spoken to the gospel. There must be an acceptance, uh, and that comes from the heart. You can't just be intellectual and tell how smart you are, how much book sense you got. This, this belief in Christ must come from the heart. And if it don't come from the heart, it's not genuine. Amen. Secondly, belief in God is not merely temporal. Uh, that is not something to uh, something that you use in a crisis. Sometimes people call on God uh, uh, when things are very bad. And God's helped them. But because God blessed them, uh, uh, don't mean that they believe the gospel. Believing the gospel involves turning from repentance uh, and placing your trust in God. Amen. People get caught in an act of sin. And so that's not re they don't repent then. They apologize because they were caught. Sin, uh, uh, repentance is when you become godless sorry for whatever deed you've done. And you don't have to get caught to become godless sorry. The Spirit of God just works on you. Amen. Amen. Third, uh, I have belief in the finished work of Christ and its power uh, to change your uh, eternal relationship with God is true belief. It's only when we get a clear understanding of what we, uh, uh, what the message of the gospel is, that we can truly become fishers of men. You have to understand the gospel. You have to understand what Christ is trying to use you for, what God is using you for, what the Lord is speaking to you to say to unbelievers. And there are many unbelievers that will listen, and there are many unbelievers that won't. They're not ready. And if they're not ready, you can't force them. Don't try. This is okay. Well, we'll take it another day. Amen. And if they don't present another day, then you go until the Lord opens up a day uh, 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 that you can say something. We must be submissive to the spiritual call. It's a call to obey. Notice that Jesus uh, said, come and ask for their response. When Jesus told them to come, they responded by dropping their net and following him. They didn't say, oh, my God, I don't feel like messing with Jesus today. Amen. But they dropped their nets. And then when he went to the other one, they immediately dropped their nets, left their daddy in the boat, mending the net with the helpers, and followed Jesus. So it has to be a calling on your life that when you are called, you will immediately obey. Amen. You have to be ready to obey that call. It's a call that requires forsaking uh, important things. Uh, you may require to forsake things that 
uh, seem important. How important was it uh, Simon and Andrew to continue fishing? How they are asked to change careers. James and John in verse 19 were asked to leave their father uh, while he was in the ship. Paul was asked uh, 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 to give up his heritage and influence in the Hebrew nation. There are some things you need to give up. There are some friends that you need to give up. There are some relatives that you're going to have to put on the back burner for a while. Don't discard them. Don't throw them away. But you got to back them off. You can't deal with them right now. Amen. My wife and I had a had a, uh, my wife had a cousin. Every time we went to the cousin house, we go back home fussing. Every time we went to the cousin house, we go back home fussing. You know what we did? Stop going to the cousin house. Amen. And it stopped happening. And that was that's the fact. Every time. Because they would always tell her, well, you don't have to take this off, the, off of him because you're a fighter. And you used to fight in church and all of this stuff. We didn't need that. Amen. We didn't need that. But that was always their conversation, you know. So we just stopped going to the cousin's house. And it improved our relationship. Wasn't nothing wrong with our relationship until we got to the cousin's house. And see, if you got a situation in your family, in your marriage, in your relationship, and you recognize that this is what is happening, you need to fix it. You need to fix it. We stopped going to the cousin house. Amen. And, and when, when the cousin passed on, they were still kinfolk, and when she passed on, they were still kinfolk. They didn't, she didn't throw them away, but we certainly stopped going to the house. Amen. Praise God. What is he asking for? It may not be for a, a, dramatic, a dramatic as the disciples, but we are being asked something. It may involve our time. It may involve our coming, our, 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 coming our fear, overcoming our fears, of being uh, timid, ashamed. Sometimes we got to overcome uh, being timid and shame in order to do what God would have us to do. Moses said he had a stammering tongue. And so he couldn't go before Pharaoh. God says, I, I, I'm going to give you a, 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 I think it was amen. But anyway, he gave him somebody to speak for him. See, if you got a situation that you can't fix, God will fix it for you. You need somebody to talk for you, he'll give you somebody to speak on your behalf. All you got to do is be there. And that's what he did. Amen. God is good. God is good. He's an awesome, he's an awesome God. Conclusion. God has issued the call in Isaiah. He says, who will come for us in Ezekiel? It is a sought for a man to stand in the gap. In Psalms, no one cared for my soul. Throughout the scriptures, there is a call to go and to serve the Lord as a fisher of men. Will you go? Will you do what the Lord is asking you to do? 
Will you do what is needs to be done? In this time, when we have all of the shootings and the killings, when people uh, uh, seem so unloved, will you go? Will you tell somebody that God loved them? That God has them, uh, have their life in his hand? Will you go, saints? Somebody needs to go. You need to say, here am I. Lord, send me. I'll go. In the name of Jesus. Luke 10 and 2. The harvest truly is great, but the labors are few. Yea, yea therefore, uh, 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 the harvest, that you would send forth the laborers into uh, the vineyard. Becoming fishers of men. Amen. God bless your heart. God bless your heart. Thank God for the word. Thank God for the word. The word was spotted today because my vision is bad. But we've done what the Lord told us to do. And there's room. There's still room. There's room for us to become fishers of men. There's room for us to go into the hedges and the highways and compel men to come. The house of God might be filled. There's room for us to give way to some of the things that holds us back. If you're shy, and I know sometimes you say, well, I just don't know what to say. Go open your mouth and God will put words in your mouth. Amen. Amen. You don't have to write out everything you're going to say. You just need to go. You just need to be ready. You just need to be willing to do what God would have you to do. Let us stand. Father in heaven, we come, we thank you, and we praise you. Glorify and we magnify your holy and righteous name. Look on us now, Lord. Bless us, mold us, shape us, and keep us. Lead us and guide us into the pathways of righteousness. Keep us, Lord, in your peace. Search and research our heart. Try the reins of our wandering mind. And if you find anything that don't look like it, cast it out into the sea of forgetfulness, and it will not condemn us to be under judgment more. In the name of Jesus our Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. Listening to a message from Divine Deliverance Christian Center, 1807 County Street in the city of Portsmouth, Virginia. We pray that the word bless your heart and your mind and that it will help you as you go along your Christian journey. Thank you and have a blessed day.